right, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of the Man to Man podcast. Uh, we obviously had some technical difficulties earlier, but uh, we're back to we're, we're back to run it back. Um, yes, it is episode ten. We'll be talking about JJ Watt, Sean Watson. I added in a little bit of Russell Wilson, um, and then we'll also be talking about the AFC East's uh, needs because there's a lot of them. For now that the Patriots are bad, they all need help. Um, and then uh, we'll get yeah. to the tech- and uh, maybe uh, some college football by no NBA, though. All right. So today we will start with today in sports history. And I said last time I'll say it again. I'm going to do random ones and a lot of cricket because I don't understand what they mean. So in 1930, brilliant West Indian cricket batsman George Headley completes twin puns, 114 and 112 in third test win against England at Georgetown in British British New Guinea or British Guinea. Okay, cool. Um, I, I don't understand anything of what you just said, but we're here. We're like, having a good time. I, 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 I've seen like the, the test thing before, and I've, I know they hold bats, so I get that, but I have no idea what twin tons are. I, 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 who am I kidding? I, I, who am I kidding? I don't know what the third test is either. I've just seen test in uh, – Are those like matches in tennis, how there's like six or – Six or seven games, or, or I don't even know. I am so flustered by that. I'm not. Gonna lie. Oh, I uh, uh, actually, anyway. actually, before before I uh, move on, there was a I read an art or I saw an, uh, a headline today about the English cricket team and how they folded and lost to somebody. So uh, we love cricket around here. Um, so and Big then and cricket be- guys. I, I honestly don't think if I, even if I tried for a full year, I could understand it. Um, in 1970, this is a bit back, back to normal a little bit. Um, in 1977, New Orleans, uh, Pelic- I don't know what their name was. Pete Maravich set the NBA record for a guard with 68 points. I mean, that's like a night out for Devin Booker and James Harden. LeBron, I mean, that's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing anymore. So Were in, they the uh, Jazz 2000- at that time? I feel like that was the New Orleans Jazz before they moved to Utah. I don't know. That might be. It might be, yeah, because Pete Maravich went to LSU. So, um, and the twenty in two thousand eighteen, the 23rd Winter Olympics closed in Pyeongchang, Korea. Norway won a record 39 medals and 14 gold. I mean, it's not really fair. They have snow all the time. So that's um, very true. <laughs> and it's also weird that the there that like this is when the winter I just realized this, it's like it's pretty early for the winter games to close. Like they usually don't start till like late February, I thought. I don't know. All right. We'll move on into, um, you know, we did miss uh, – we're not going to have the soccer talk now. Bummer. All right. Well, we'll get into the, we'll get, we'll get into the, uh, uh, the NFL a little bit because we obviously have to talk about that. And um, I'll let you take it over once I a little bit explain it. Um, Tom said today and sent over that uh, Watt is attracting offers. DJ Watt is attracting offers around 15 to 16 million. And I believe yesterday John Clayton uh, said that uh, his final three is down to Buffalo, Green Bay, and Tennessee, and uh, the Raiders are a dark horse. So uh, it's your story. What's up? Yeah, so I only saw the news, uh, the headline that he was drawing around 15 to 16 uh, a year. I didn't really see – I thought it was a year. And I'm pretty sure, like, it, it's definitely per year. And I just don't understand where they're getting at. And 
uh, I didn't. I only read this this stuff by Clayton right when you sent it to me, and on, I like. A, uh, I don't know how I feel about all the spots. I mean, the, I, I think the Raiders as a dark horse could be very good. Obviously, they need some help there because uh, Keelan Farrell or Clayton Farrell or whatever the hell his name is um, <clears throat> hasn't produced since being drafted number four overall. Uh, by, I think that was Gruden's first pick, right, since he was back? Yeah, I didn't know he was the fourth pick. Yeah, he was the fourth pick. It shocked everyone. I, I thought uh, the other dude was. I thought it was uh... – um, I can't think of his name, but I thought it, I thought it was the other Clemson guy that I picked earlier. But yeah, I mean that was Gruden's first pick. I just looked it up on YouTube or on Wiki. So yeah, yeah, he was no, the first was round. First round, number four pick. No, everyone had him as a first round talent, and he they could have got him in that second with that second first rounder they had. But I think that that pick they took Damon Arnett, or was that this year or last year? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't keep keep keeping the drafts in my head at this point. Like now that we're approaching draft season, like twenty to yeah. twenty twenty draft, and everything before that didn't happen to me. Like it's just sure the twenty twenty one draft now. Um, uh, anyway, but yeah, but yeah. So the Raiders as a dark horse. I don't. I don't know why you would go there to win because obviously JJ Watt's looking to win somewhere. So maybe just he wants to go play in Vegas. I mean. I, I mean, and also, also, I mean, Tennessee really doesn't seem like a real. I mean, their fit it's kind of a fit because I mean, uh, Mike Rabel's. I mean, he's just like a defensive guy, but um, I believe he coached with the Texans, right? Yeah, he did. I think for for a time he did. Yeah, yes. because because when JJ Watt was on, when he was insufferable on uh, Hard Knocks, when he was doing the the money or the. The, uh, the the Papa Shop machine, and he was like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Uh, Lincoln Park was playing, and he was singing it to himself. He was insufferable, and he's gotten a little bit better, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I just don't see Tennessee. I mean, I, I understand the connection, but mm-hmm. that's not going to put them over the hump. To um, yeah, I understand that they very much need an edge rusher, but um, I, I think you have some other stuff here about J.J. Watt and, and kind of your two cents on him, and I agree a lot with it, so why don't you go ahead and yeah, talk about I mean, that a little bit. <laughs> well, and, and, and uh, the, the Titans, anyways, are going to have bigger, like, offensive holes to fill because, I mean, they're probably – I mean, someone's going to offer Corey Davis a, a, a contract he can't refuse just because he's young and he can actually catch the ball. So yeah. he'll get a contract, so they're going to need to replace him other than – I mean – if I'm the Tennessee Titans next year and you lose Corey Davis, I mean, I'm putting nine guys in the box every time and just yeah, you need to I go mean, out and get a, a two receiver or a true one and let a, a or, or a tight end, like a real a good tight end um, because I mean we've seen in the NFL they I mean they try to do it and it kind of works at the end of the season because it's a little bit everyone's tired but I mean um, that you can't run the ball like. Uh, 500 times with one guy in the league anymore. You just can't do it or else he's going to be, I mean, I do already think Derrick Henry's going to have a shorter career because I mean, he's being used so much. Um, but so I don't really see the Tennessee fit. Um, I see the way after we talked about it last time, I see the Buffalo fit. I just don't know if I, if, if I was a Buffalo front office guy that I'd be willing to pay that money for him. And for, I mean, I, I hate keep going back to this, but last time when we talked to Dawson, I mean, the chances that JJ Watt misses time next year, barring like the like a COVID or anything like that, I mean it's not high as ninety one, but I mean the guy hasn't he's played one full season in his life. 
And yeah, that one I full mean, season was that one full season was incredible, but he's played one full season. Um, yeah, well, and I, I'm gonna have to say it again because obviously this is our second take and everything, but they we're not gonna include the first one. Um, the Buffalo fit just makes sense to me, and I actually really like it after we kind of talked about it a little more. Uh, I, I pulled up the Buffalo depth chart again. Jerry Hughes, Ed Oliver, Vernon Butler, and Mario Addison on paper should be getting enough pressure in the past, uh, the pass rush to, to have everyone else drop back. And we kind of talked about how out of their linebacker situation, they're not really adept enough to be those edge rushing guys. They're more pass coverage guys, which means if you're going to want that, you're going to need a strong front to kind of provide that, that pass rush attack. So in, and the, the solution that I kind of came up with was move Mario Addison back to D tackle because even though he broke out as a defensive end with the uh, Panthers. You mean Butler? You mean Butler? Uh, no, I move Addison to D-tackle. Okay, you said uh, Butler the other time. Okay, go ahead. Oh, well, I, I said let, I either move Butler on or move Butler out of that spot for Mario Addison to kind of let him get back to being just the bull rush guy he was before he was a defensive end with Carolina. And then you have J.J. Watt running at the, the defensive end on the right side. And he can be a really good mentor for the guy that they took in the second round and AJ Epineza. You know, the guy is very similar to JJ Watt has a lot of the same physical abilities. I felt when Watt was coming out of college, obviously not now because JJ Watt has put so much time and effort into becoming as jacked as he is. Excuse me. But for, for him to be a mentor for Epineza, that could be a really positive effect on him. And then when Watt does go down, cause like you said, um, he has a 91% chance on that one site of missing some time, which is sports injury predictor.com. Yeah. Sports injury predictor.com. I'm just going to, I'm just going to post an article tomorrow that says JJ Watts already injured because <laughs> score. So, I mean, the, the pro injury predictor said he's going to get injured this year. So I'm just already writing the article early enough. JJ Watt will get injured this year. <laughs> I win. I win. I win on that one. You do um, win, but uh, uh, and then, when 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 Watt goes does go down, Epinesa can slot in. Was the last thing I was going to bring up. Yeah, but I feel like the Bills. I feel like the NFL. I mean, we've kind of talked about this, but I feel like the NFL is in such a weird place. Where I mean, you have the young teams. You have Buffalo. I consider a young team. I mean, their best players are young. Um, I mean, you have the Ravens who are actually aging more than they would like to lead on. But I mean, Lamar Jackson's 21, 22. And then you have like the chiefs pass from, I mean, they're all pretty young. So I, I just don't know if that puts Buffalo over the edge. And also at this point in his career, I would rather have Watt play on the inside. And I know that that's, he's more injury prone if he plays on the inside, but I don't think he's, he's not as quick as like Bosa, both the Bosa guys or Chase yeah. Young or, anything That's so really I, I would I, I would I mean clearly like the there are only a couple of defensive ends out there that I really young defensive ends out there that I think can change a team I mean I, I like um Brian uh Burns with Carolina right. and we'll talk about that in a sec when we get to the Deshaun Watson <laughs> uh Brian uh Brian Burns uh obviously Chase Young I mean this gets this is off topic but I think people are going to start trying build building defensive lines the way that um, the football team, the, 
the the Washington is actually doing right now. I mean, they have one of the best defensive. I mean, one of the yeah. best young defensive lines we've seen in decades, or not decades, in a couple of years. I mean, Jonathan Allen and then Montez Sweat and uh, Chase Young. I mean, that's that's that's, that's crazy. Yeah, but it's um, very it, solid with a bunch of young talent right there. So I I just don't know if a thirty two year old defensive end has. I mean. Because how many games did, didn't wasn't he out at the end of the year this year as well? Uh, I think he was out mid year. I, I want to say he missed like two or four games somewhere in there. In the like, I want to say like week ten ish. So it was I'm later in the season, but yeah, yeah, uh, I uh, I get that. Yeah, he hurt he hurt his leg. Um, he yeah he missed the season. He suffered leg injuries. Obviously, he had to get surgery. Uh, I don't know what it was, so I'm not going to comment on it really, but it's just a lot to put into a guy that you really don't know. I mean, I mean, we learned so, that from we learned that from the Tennessee Titans last year, who mm-hmm. moved heaven and earth to sign to Damian Clowney just to have him miss the entire season. Now he's a free agent again, and will not. I mean, the Titans might as well sign him back because he's going to be at the cheapest price he's ever going to be. Yeah, and. I totally get that, but I actually think that there's going to be a, a relatively big to decently sized play for a guy like Clowning just because of that P word that everyone values so much potential. He has yeah, the potential yeah. to be very good again and he's cheap. So if, if you don't like the Buffalo going Watt, who do you want over him? And would you see JJ Watt going to green Bay over that? Uh, well, we talked about Green Bay last time. If John Clayton says he has, he's not going to Green, oh no, that I'm thinking. Oh yeah, we're, I'm thinking of the Steelers. Thinking Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's not. John Clayton said he's not going to the Steelers, and I understand that because the Steelers are also in a weird place where they have like a 42 year old quarterback that, that they want back, or that's at least what Rooney said. Um, so I don't know if that's def- really a place you want to land, anyways. If you're JJ Watt, considering um, Smith Schuster. Is like just like I said about um, I don't know, it's the other receiver. I said Schmidt Schuster is going to get a contract from somebody that's a lot of money. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are, have always been like just they're gonna they're almost like the Patriots in that way that they're gonna let Schmidt Schuster walk and they're gonna build around Claypool. Just on that, since try. you brought it up, uh, there was a report today from Juju. I believe it was Juju. Maybe it was Juju's agent. No, it was Juju. Um, who said like he wants to resign with the Steelers and he wants to retire a Steeler. So whether or not that gets them a discount to bring him back, I don't know. I, but it's, it's just, it, it's, it, I, I mean, how many Super Bowl? Like, I th- I feel like you have to either win a Super Bowl or come like inc- incredibly close to like, kind of be like, Oh, I'll take a discount. Like, and, and let's face it. A lot of the Steelers players have been taking discounts for years. I mean, Big Ben's. <laughs> yeah, I would say Big Ben is taking up probably a third of their cap room. The past, do you know what years his hit is supposed to be right now? Isn't it like twenty-one and a half? Forty-two on the cap hit. He's taking up forty-two, I mean, and they're they're going to rework it. Obviously, the Big Ben said he's working out for something or working it out so that they could find something for both sides. Um, obviously, the Steelers won out of that, but. As of right now, his cap hit is forty-two million dollars in the one year of cap. Not over, I mean, not over the three years, not over four years. Forty-two this year. I mean, that's why he signed it because it was probably backloaded. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, 
that 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 just I mean that clears things up as to why Rooney came out and said we want Ben Big Ben back. Uh, not because you actually want to play quarterback for you, because you're going to lose a lot of money if you don't. Um, if he doesn't well, come I, and play next year, I, and, and then Big Ben to me has the same issues that JJ Watt has. I mean, he can't move. I mean, obviously, the, playing the Browns in the playoffs was a very, very extreme, like example of Ben Roethlisberger. But I mean, he can't move. He can't move in the pocket anymore. And it, it's just that's not. If I'm JJ Watt and I want to go to a winning team or a young team, I'm looking at the Bills. I'm looking at wherever Deshaun Watson goes. And I'm looking at like uh, not the I mean maybe the Browns or the like the Chiefs or some of those younger teams. What because, about the other team that Clayton said with Green Bay? What do you what do you think there? I I don't I don't know. I mean I don't know if the, just like the same thing for Buffalo. I don't know if that puts them over the top. I mean I, I, we're also I mean we're also going on the fact that we think Aaron Rodgers will be the same form next year, which he should be if he it's anything like the track record, but. I, I just don't know why Green – I mean, they're going to have to – I don't know if they already paid these guys, but they, they're going to have to pay Rashawn Gary soon. They're going to have to pay um, uh, that linebacker. I can't think of his name. Shoot. Uh, Zach uh, – no, it's like Zach. Um, I don't know. He, he's an outside linebacker. He plays – He play, he's an edge rusher. Um, Aren't there two brothers on that defense? Um, so Darius, I'm talking about Darius Smith. Yeah, and Preston Smith, the the brothers. I picked yeah, the yeah, right yeah. one. <laughs> I didn't know they were. I didn't know they were brothers. Yeah, but Zay, I mean, he's 27. They're gonna have to pay him soon. So uh, it's just not. Uh, I, I I wouldn't look at that. Um, well, and one that of way. the bigger and, name free agents that we talked about on one of our earlier shows that you really liked was Corey Lindsay. I think his name was the the center. Yeah, and I actually they're letting him walk. I, 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 yeah, I was going to say, I said at the time, I was like, I doubt they'll let him walk, but they're going to let him walk because they have Bothrocky at left tackle. And that's, I mean, that's, that's a bold move. Then again, Lindsley is going to be 30 next year. And you really, I mean, center is one of the most, like, not divide. I don't know. How, I don't know what the word is. Like, it's the most up and down position. Like, he could be next year, he could be terrible. Like, yeah, uh, it's, just, it's one of the, the positions with the highest progression and regression rates. Yeah, I mean, in, 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 he was obviously good this year, but, I mean, you have Aaron Rodgers behind you. He moves in the pocket. He does everything. So he helps you out a lot as well. I, mean, I, I would say David Bathraki or whatever you say his name is probably looked at as the league's best left tackle. But if he didn't play in front of Aaron Rodgers, it might be a little different. Yep. So, but, uh, if- so I have some other guys here that I like if I'm the Browns and probably if I'm the Bills, cause I look at them as kind of in the same position. I mean, the Browns and Bills, if you actually look at the rosters, they're they're I mean, they both have young quarterbacks. I think Josh Allen's better. Um, uh, they both have star wide receivers. Um, they just have a better one and one that's actually plays and they both have a uh, young, uh, uh, like lockdown corner. Um, so, Looking at that, the way I look at the Brown, like, and you, we talked about in the when the one that the show that got bad went bad. Um, the the uh, Bills really need a, like a linebacker more than anything, and I would take Von Miller, who will command a big contract because I think he's going to be thirty two as well. But that kind of fills two voids on the Bills, and then just some other names. Some other names that I would probably, I, I would definitely take Leonard Williams over him. Um, I would probably take Melvin Ingram over him because he's going to be at about a quarter of the cost. Um, Bud Dupree is going to be 28. So he's either going to look to 
Bud Dupree is either going to look to go to a winner right now, or he's going to look to get his paycheck now. And then maybe in his like heydays, he'll look to a winner. And then uh, I would still take JV and Connie because it's going to be an eighth of the price that um, Watt is after he got hurt again. Even the, I, I don't even know if I would take JV Clowney. I'd be if if the Browns signed Clowney, I'd be like, all right, dude, you don't touch the field until game one of the regular season. Like you're yeah, not you're playing not getting preseason. Hurt in my training camp. Bro. Yeah, yeah. No way. You're not playing <laughs> no training camp. Like you are not like you can ride the bike all damn training camp. And then obviously I have uh Shaquille Barrett down here, but he's also all kind of made that clear that he well he also made it clear he wants his money and they're going to have – the Bucks. I mean, we've talked about last time in a couple of the past shows. I mean, they're going to have to make some decisions because I, I think it's going to be hard to keep three line three linebackers, the caliber of Levante David, Shaquille Barrett, and um, Devin, White. De- Devin White. So it, it'll be interesting. And they have but to pay I, Chris Godwin, who uh, Arian said think they could get back – think they could bring him back because he wants to be there. And he actually commented and said, yeah, I loved being here, but I also like getting paid. Yeah, I, I think Godwin, I mean, we'll go off topic for a second. Think about all the guys that, uh, that I mean, so they have um, Antonio Brown's got to be a free agent. That's probably yep. not, uh, you, you don't even, I wouldn't even think about bringing him They're back. They're going to bring I, him I, back. Him I and wouldn't. Tom Brady and him have a very uh, brotherly like connection. Odd, That's why he followed odd him. Relationship, an odd yeah, relationship. It's, it's they like, have an odd. Tom Brady's relationships with every guy is weird. Like it's like they're yeah. like Antonio Brown is like three years younger than him, and I bet he looks at Tom Brady like his father. That's what I'm saying. He he's like a, a brotherly, fraternal kind of thing. There, Gronk and Brady are literally brothers. Like they hang out all the time I, in the offseason. I saw something about this about Gronk the other day that uh, nothing real big, but they were just kind of. It was an article basically like. What if Gronk decided to leave Brady? Like, what if he wanted to go? What if he wanted to go to the Dolphins or something? He wanted to go to California or something. I don't think he ever would because if he ends up not being as good, even though he's older and people would write it off for that, and he'd probably still be the best tight end in NFL history. But I mean, there's that chance that he's just not as good without Brady. So I, I, they'll try and let's just set the set set the record straight here. He's not as good without Brady. Come on now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, no one's as good without Brady. I mean, Randy Moss wasn't as good as Randy Moss was with Brady. Very true. Without Brady. Um. So yeah, I mean, I I I think that uh, that they they'll let him maybe walk. I I I mean, they're safe. Uh, Their corners, I think, they're all young corners. They're probably on the rookie deals. I, I just don't know. You're going to have to prioritize the three linebackers, and you're going to have to prioritize. Do you want two middles and a new outside, or an outside and one middle? Because well, I and that's it, just it, looking it sh- at defense. Like we said, I, I I brought up Godwin. I know Mike Evans just restructured I, oh, yeah. his contract. Godwin needs to be paid. Leonard Fournette is a free agent now, and he's better than Ronald Jones, in my opinion. I mean, Leonard Fournette's stock has never been higher uh, since. Well, since draft day, going yeah. since draft day, or even going back to his like freshman year mm-hmm. at LSU, because he was the number one pick then. And then I thought he kind of fell down, but um, so yeah, he's going to get paid somewhere. Um, not a lot, I don't think. Cause I just don't think people are going to pay. Why do you want the Jets to get like? You need to understand how to build. A I need team. a running back, bro. You need to understand how to build. Then get go trade for Zeke. 
No, because then I have to give up draft picks. Also, I can just throw all the money for, in the okay. world at Leonard Fournette. Okay, okay. I mean, I need those draft just, picks to build that's my line. Silly though. I need the draft pick to, to build my line to open up the space who's, for Leonard Fournette to do his work and earn his okay, money. Okay, then who, who, who's going to throw it to him on the screen pass? Sam Darnold. Okay, then who's Sam, who's, who's Sam Darnold throwing to without Leonard Fournette? Uh, Evan Ingram? Oh, no, he plays for the Giants. Sorry. No, I mean Denzel Mims. Robbie, Robbie Anderson. Oh no, he's with the Panthers. Denzel Mims looks like he could be really good. He had a strong eight games for when he played. Jay Crowder had a really good connection with Darnold until Darnold decided to go get mono or whatever the hell he was out for this time. And uh, they could draft another wideout because this year's wideouts class is very deep. With their first pick? No, 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 no. I want Sewell with that first pick. You're not I say, getting we're Sewell. Out the line. Why? <laughs> You're not getting Sewell. He's not going number not one. Get, uh, he's not going number two either. He could. He's not though. going number three. He's not going number three either. Look, we we saw Joe Douglas pass on C.D. Lamb and Jerry Judy to go with Mekhi Becton. All right, anything is possible. He's I'm a big saying, believer in building up a big line. So I still if, think that I still think if they traded back with I, I don't know why the the Bengals would. I mean, the only reason the Bengals would want to trade up is to. Trade with the Jets so they could get Sewell. Yeah, but I mean, there. The, I have come to the point now, and we're way off topic, but that's fine. Yeah, um, I've come to the point now where I'm almost. I would say I'm about seventy-five to eighty-five percent sure that it's the top three picks are going to be Lawrence Fields and Zach Wilson. With Lawrence, Lawrence first, and then whoever, however, those two go next. And I also now think Trey Lance is going to go like top on, ten, like. Yep. Way too high. So I mean it just shows you how big of a need the quarterback is. Um but yeah, I if the yes, I, I agree the Jets should want Sewell, but I, I find- dude, it's so annoying to go on like the Jets social medias and go in the comments and everyone's like, Oh, I want Jamar Chase. Oh, I want this. I'm like, bro, if you're not getting a quarterback or Sewell, trade down because I don't want it other than those two from the two pick. Right. I mean, if you want Jamar Chase, then get us some draft picks and pick him at five with the Bengals. I do not care. But you are yeah. not taking Jamar Chase over Sewell or one of these other quarterbacks. I yeah, will, exactly. I, I mean, I mean <laughs> we, we, the, the Browns had basically could have been the best receiver of this decade in Josh Gordon uh, if he didn't get into drugs and bad things. But, I mean, he was the only receiver in NFL history to put up two back-to-back 200-yard games. And he, I think he yeah. almost had 2,000 yards that one season. He was really good. So, I mean, if you don't have a quarterback, you're screwed, but go ahead. So uh, first thing for that was um, Sam Darnold is younger than Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson, and the list goes on. Younger than Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Joe Burrow, who was a rookie. He's like a full year younger than. He's only like 22, 23 years old. He has a lot more time to develop, I think. And I honestly, I'm a big believer. If you're taking a young quarterback with a very early pick, like we did with Darnold and like you guys did with Baker, utilize the time you have, right? So that he's, he's down three years. He has the fourth year left and we could pick up his fifth year option, which is basically pennies on the dollar. I don't see why you don't roll with it unless you're going to get a new guy and trade him for picks. But in, in, in my perfect scenario, if you're bringing in, Leonard Fournette, you're drafting Sewell and doing whatever the hell you want with that second pick. 
give the man the time, like make the investment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just, just I, I've, see also, what he's got. I've also, I've also heard Sewell's stock is a little bit fluttering right now. Yeah. I kind of, I've heard that too. And basically, thing, basically, basically I've heard that he isn't really a left tackle caliber in the NFL. He's more of a right tackle. And that's why it's perfect for the Jets because we have Becton on the left side who's a wall. No one gets behind around him. He pancakes everyone. We could just have Sewell on the right side and be set with two cornerstone linemen for yeah, the next 10 to 15 years. Yeah, but you're still missing one thing. The Jets are the a Jets. Qu- <laughs> no, a quarterback. You don't have a quarterback. Like there I said, is one, there, there, there's one, one team in the NFL that I think Sam Darnold could go to and have success. Who do you think that is? I have two guesses. Okay. Chicago or Washington? No, no, both no. Really? He can go to he could go to Pittsburgh. If Pittsburgh traded for him, he could okay, go to be the new Big Ben. They have the same build, they have the same arm strength. They're like Arnold's the same better dude. Athletics. Better than when Big Big when Big Ben was young. He was good. Like he moved in the pocket. Yeah, that's fair. Hey, I don't know why everyone's – you know what? I'm going to make a statement. No, I'm just – this is 100% a joke, but I'm going to say it anyway. I don't know why everyone's saying the Steelers need a quarterback. They got a young guy. Mason Rudolph, are you serious? So Wayne Haskins, baby. They signed him, remember? Oh, they did sign Wayne Haskins. They got oh their young God. quarterback. <laughs> I, I do have to say that even though oh. like Ohio State has become like a quarterback factory – they don't put out very good pros lately. I mean, <laughs> hopefully Justin Fields breaks that mold, but I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Cardell Jones went to the XFL. Braxton Miller played receiver for a little bit. I don't think JT Barrett ever even made it past the practice squad. No, he was on um, the he was the third string for the Chargers for a little while. So, uh, so, so basically, yes. Anyway, squad. I Actually, one- that, I I I think that's the best job in sports, honestly. The third, third string, string quarterback. You never for, have to do anything. You're living you in LA. You get paid six hundred ten. Well, it's actually up this year because they up the. It's like eight hundred thousand a year to live in LA and just basically hold a clipboard. And, 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 and the big guy and, doing the fake signs. And, and and literally, you know, no matter what, you're not going in because you're the third <laughs> stringer. And if Justin Herbert gets hurt, whoever the backup is is going in. And if the backup gets hurt, they're putting a receiver at quarterback for you. So Probably. you don't have to ever worry about going in the game. There is no pressure. That is the greatest job in sports, not an athlete. So I have a quick question before we move on. And again, we're kind of a little off topic, but the question came into my head and I've been hearing a lot of buzz about it. And I wanted to get my college football experts opinion on it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I have been hearing, and I, I find this very invalid by anyone that says it, but I've been hearing more and more rumblings that Trevor Lawrence is not the bona fide number one pick because of one Zach Wilson. I I don't know where you're hearing that from. Um, I, I don't it, know. It, it, the, uh, the only one, the only place you could hear that from is Jacksonville's camp, and they're probably just trying to throw smoke. I I see. I would be. I would be. A billion percent shocked if they didn't take Lawrence. Um, I would assume that's throwing out smoke. I, I, I haven't seen Trey Lance play. I don't think Zach Wilson's that good, and he has a lot of question marks as well. Did you know that on the BYU team, Grant, he was probably one of the younger players because they're all Mormon and they're like 27. Um, but <laughs> did you like quarterback's a captain, right? Right. 
How are you not a captain on your own team if you're going to be the number three two or two pick in the he draft? He wasn't a captain? He, no. And that, usually that means like you have an Alabama team, like you have Devonta Smith and Najee Harris, who are like those are those are the captains. Those are the captains. Yeah, you you can be okay with that. Um, but yeah, but it's BYU, BYU. Yeah. So I, I even Taysom I mean, Hill was the captain for BYU. The more I mean, just more and more. I have heard that Trevor Lawrence people think he's actually too tall. Yeah, that's there I is think a, there's that's a tra- I mean, there's, stemming from. Yeah, I mean, there's a track record of guys basically the size of him. I mean, Ryan Mallett was a little bit taller. Osweiler, I mean, they were about the same size. I mean, and like I said, Ryan Mallett. I mean, neither of those guys had success. Um, I, I, I think he's going to be able to put on muscle. I guess I don't know. The only other weird thing that you why when you brought up Trevor Lawrence um, is because I heard this the other day. There's some rumors going around about his brother. His brother. What do you mean? Yeah, I think he. I don't know. Like he's a bad dude. Uh, well, that's like uh, I I need to hear what exactly he did before oh, I can make there's a statement. Not, I guess there's not there's not really like I uh, I mean, have you seen a picture of him? No, let me look him up. What's his name? I uh, what's his name? Uh, Sorry, right, I'll just uh, Chase. Chase Lawrence. I'm trying to find him. Yeah, just search it search on Google Images. I mean, he looks like Trevor Lawrence, but like older the and like shaggy. Version? And like older and like shaggy from Oh, Scooby-Doo. okay. Yeah, what about him? I guess he's just like a real hippie and like things like that. Uh, Look, NFL, I, teams will, NFL teams will find anything to do anything to a uh, 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 prospect. The the only thing that I will say about this, and now that I like kind of know what it is, I can make my statement. That doesn't affect Trevor. I mean, I mean, you can talk all you want about his brother, but at the end of the day, it's not going to affect what he does on the field or or how he goes about his business. So I don't really, I take that with a grain of salt. All right, I understand that. Um, personally, I I haven't really heard this from anybody, but personally. I would be skeptical taking Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I wouldn't be. I would still take him number one overall. But the main skeptical thing I would be is, like, I want my quarterback to have, like, some swag and be able to fight back. Dude, Trevor Lawrence doesn't swear. He's like Philip Rivers. Like, I don't want that I kind of guy. I love that about Philip Rivers, though. Dang, gummy, shoot. <laughs> No, I, I don't want I, I don't want my quarterback sitting there and like he gets sacked and he looks at like uh Chase Young after sacking him. It's like Chase, that was a great sack, sir. That was a great did, sack. May that's God, Andrew may Luck. God, may Andrew God Luck did he, that. He, he, I mean, I guess he did okay with the Colts for seven years, but did retire at thirty. So you got to think what I mean. Trevor Lawrence did three years. He's uh, you, you get eight years of Trevor Lawrence. You just hope his body can take it. All right, we got to move on. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's move on to uh, a step away from the draft, and let's move on to more trade rumors. <laughs> uh, yes, and that's really the only thing going on. We'll talk about Deshaun Watson first. Um, Beautiful. Texans are reportedly refusing to trade him. Um, he sat down with the new coach and basically told him, "Was like, I still want to trade." Um, and the Texans have no intention of trading him. And Sean Watson is standing pat and has no intention of playing for the Texans ever again. Um, we kind of, I don't know what to think of this. Like I, 
I really don't want to turn it, this to turn into something like political and serious mm-hmm. where it comes down to the fact that like he won't play and then it's going to like, I don't want it to come down to that, but I, I mean, I could see that happening. Like I, like I, like I said the last time we, when we got messed up, I, I, the more and more this goes on and this goes on, the more and more I think he's going to end up in a Texans jersey. Yeah, man. I, I agree a hundred percent. I mean, from if I'm another GM on another team, right? Like, let's say I'm uh, uh, the Jets, the Dolphins, the Broncos, any of their GMs. I look at this situation and, and it turn, it's a turnoff. I'm not going to lie. For, for me personally, it's a turnoff because if I'm going to be sending you uh, a young quarterback, two first-round picks, another future first-round pick, and another like young player, a young star, or, or just like extra draft capital or whatever. If I'm spending that big of an investment for a guy, and like, don't get me wrong, I'm not questioning Deshaun Watson's ability. I think he's top five, maybe top three quarterback in the league, right? But I just, I don't know if I could pull the trigger on a deal like that, knowing that if he's unhappy with the situation that he's in on my team, he could do this thing all over again until he gets where he wants. It's like the Brett Favre it's- situation. It's the it, it's it's the NBA leaking into the NFL. Um, yeah, yeah. So it uh, from everything I've seen, it looks like the Panthers have the most uh, to give, and a package that they need to give um, basically consists of McCaffrey, um, either DJ Moore, Ryan Burns, their twenty twenty first round pick, their twenty twenty two first round pick, and uh, possibly other things. And this is more of a question, I guess, to you, really. I have sure. it on here. Um, yes, you want to build around a quarterback. That's your goal as the NFL. You want to find that quarterback. But do you, are you – I mean, do you – I mean, the, the the Panthers would be literally starting over as a franchise, like, if they gave away – if they gave away McCaffrey and all that for Watson. And if that's the offer that maybe won't even get it done, I'm kind of out on it. Like, yeah, yeah well like, – and honestly, I meant to send this to you. Do you watch Good Morning Football? No. Well, I, I watch it. I, I win football. I win. I win football games in Madden. Guess how many sacks Chase Young has through fourteen games? Nineteen. Thirty-five and a half. <laughs> Any, great. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm actually going to win the Super Bowl. I'm actually going to win the Super Bowl because I'm not going to quit because I just love sacking the quarterback with Chase Young. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he said 35 and a half. Bro, what you, anyway. It's 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 on all Madden. Um my offense has been very good. It basically just consists of Kyler running the ball. He's probably gonna win MVP though, so I, I'm just really I'm, I'm just really excited I've made it this far without quitting and restarting. Uh, I, anyway. I, I mean I, I should have I should have started a Twitch for this all because after this I'm definitely heading down to win three more regular season games and save up tomorrow where I go all in for the playoffs. But go on. I don't even know what we were talking about. I asked if you watched Good Morning Football, and now we're here talking about men. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that on uh, NBC? Is that with uh, – No, it's uh, on the uh, NFL uh, Network. Okay, no, I don't watch it, no. It's with Nate Burleson. Um, I've seen it, yeah. Joe. T- yeah. Uh, I remember Joe They're Thomas in the was on games. it. If you play the face of the franchise, he's th- that's the show. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, 
so on there, one of the guys hosts, I, I watch it fairly regularly. So I refer to him as Peter and I forget his last name right now. They were talking about Peter. this exact scenario and Peter gave his suggested trade offer. And the only way I actually heard this was from a uh, fantasy football Facebook group that I'm in. One of my, one of the guys in there said, if this happens, I'd never watch another Panthers game in my life. He's a huge Panthers fan. The trade offer that Peter suggested on good morning football was get, get, get your notepad ready. You ready? Christian McCaffrey, Robbie Anderson, Brian Burns, Teddy Bridgewater, this year's first round pick and next year's first round pick. I mean, you're just mantle. I mean, I, that, I would have no, I would have no problem with giving away Teddy Bridgewater. Honestly, if I'm if I'm the Panthers, I would give up my first round pick this year and my first round pick next year, Brian Burns and Robbie Anderson for um for Watson and, because then that le- that leaves you with probably the best backfield in the NFL. You have to give up Bridgewater in that too. I agree, but there I, I don't. You know, I, I don't know if I value we, Brian Burns as high as I value Jeremy Chin, if that makes any sense whatsoever, just based on positional need in the NFL. I, There's not as many good safeties as well, then, defensive linemen. Uh, you'd find, I'm not going to argue with you, but you'd find I think you'd find a lot of people that disagree with you. And that's fine. And I that, that, this is just coming I from think, me. I think cornerback is very – I mean, if you have a young cornerback, I would rarely give that up for anything. Yeah. Young safety, I don't think safeties have that much of an impact on the game. I mean, yeah, I, 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 get, just, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So go on. This might just be because we traded Jamal Adams and we got left with uh, Bradley Marcus May. No, no Marcus we had him. They were they were the best safety duo in the league. But anyway, um, Christian McCaffrey, Robbie Anderson, Brian Burns, Teddy Bridgewater, and your next two first. What? Well, I, I mean, yeah, I know, and we talked about it a little bit on Monday. If I'm if I'm the Texans, I don't I I don't want a quarterback in exchange. I'm going to take one of those first round picks and draft a quarterback. Uh, if either if it's eight, nine, ten, I'll take Lance. Or I mean, I guess it'd be good if you have a guy like Bridgewater, but he's cool with coming in and be a backup or like a, 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 a more of a bridge the gap kind of quarterback. I mean, um, he's only yeah, got two I, years I, left, so that's exactly what yeah. it would be for Lance. Yeah, and, and I mean, so I, that's just way – I mean, that's – I mean – The the fact you, that you, – you, you're, you're setting your team back about four years. So, like I said, the, the, Pan, the Panthers would basically be the Houston Texans of 2000, an expansion team, except they would have Deshaun Watson instead of Derek, David Carr. Yeah. Well, and I, I understand why someone would, would come up with that deal. Like Deshaun Watson's worth it. He's a top five to top three quarterback in the league. You know, we, we had the discussion earlier and it kind of triggered a longer discussion, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. You're rebuilding a, a, a team and everyone's a free agent. Who are the top three guys you're going after first on uh, at the quarterback position? Watson, Allen, and Mahomes probably. Or yeah. Jackson, Mahomes? yeah. Yeah, I. It's honestly, it's between three guys. It's between and Mahomes is your number one. That's guaranteed. Then your one, your your two and three are Watson and Allen. Which would you go with? You like Allen? I like Watson. Though. I mean, that's really fine. I, I, but like I said, I is it, it? I mean, honestly, at this point, I kind of hope it happens just so we can have like a 
like a, a test piece to see if this like in the future, if this would actually work, because I have a very hard time believing that giving because I look at this like if I'm Sean Watson kind of I look at this as yes, the Texans have nothing. They've messed everything up. They are horrible and they're horrible. And I still want to get out of there. But if you wherever you're going to Sean Watson needs to know that you're not getting a much better situation than Houston because they're going to have to give up so much to give you, get you. Well, and that's, but, and that's, that's why I think the dolphins have really, they have the best shot because they can offer a young quarterback that was highly regarded. And they have and, extra and, draft capital and talent elsewhere that they could give up. And I mean, this isn't more of like a one and two quarterbacks. Like we think there's two quarterbacks in this draft that are going to be studs. Like, we're like, okay, there's one quarterback that we know that's going to be a stud, and then we have like three or four question marks. So I, yeah, and just he just needs to know that wherever he's going. I mean, going to the Panther. I mean, who do you even throw to if you go if you if the Panthers can complete that trade? I mean, DJ Samuel, and that's it. DJ, well, I, I they would probably want DJ more. I mean, if I'm the Texans, I want. I'll tell you the three players I want. I want McCaffrey, I want Brian Burns, and then I want DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. The four young, the three young players, and then I could probably sub in or out either uh, Jeremy Chin or Curtis. I, I Yeah, Curtis Samuel. I would rather give away Curtis Samuel. Well, I don't know. Curtis Samuel's got a couple seats. But, yeah, it's just – it goes back to really – like, obviously we know to build around a quarterback, but – Yeah, well, and I'm – I've been having a lot of conversations with my father about the Deshaun Watson situation. If Deshaun Watson really wanted out and he really wanted to go to a situation where it's not as bad or worse than where he's at now, what he should do is say, all right, forget everything else that I have set up until this point. The only team I will waive my no trade clause to is X put it in whatever team. Because then by doing that, you give whatever team you just listed leverage, right? Like you're still going to be giving up a lot for them, but it's not going to turn into a bidding war where wherever you're going is going to be paying this, this King's ransom and more to get you. If you say, I'm only going to do it for this team, that gives that team some leverage to kind of hold back and say, this is all we're going to offer. And if you don't want it, then you can keep paying them to sit on your bench. That gives them some leverage, and that's how you force your way into a better situation. But by saying, yeah, I'll waive it for this team and this team and this team and this team, you're turning it into a bidding war where they're not going to be able to have anything around you when they get you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and but it, it's, it's going to, however, the situation turns out, it's going to change the front office player relationship a lot, I think, because if Sean Watson does that and basically set, even says that this team I want to go to, and they're only going to offer this, the Texans could still say no. And basically, I mean, you are basically essentially putting down the first like thing in the history of the NFL that like you don't have to trade them. They, it's a spite move. They will pay you to sit on the bench than play for somebody else. And that's when you know that the owners have more power rather than if it happens the other way around, then the players take over way more power in the minds of the owners, which is, well, which is why, which is why NBA owners have literally no leverage. Yeah. And, and that's why I kind of want to see the Texans go that route because 
the way that the league is set up, the, the owners should have the power. I, I, I hated it when Le'Veon Bell sat out the entire season. It's a breach of contract. You signed a contract yeah. to play with your team. You have to play it out. I'm, I'm more of in the middle of it, in the middle on it, really, um, because I think – because just because I think the front office looks at players as a business. Like, I mean, so yeah. you can't have hard feelings and things like well, that. Well, and I get that, and I, I really do think there needs to be more of a balance. But I, I, I don't know. I, I find it more offensive as a fan to watch Le'Veon Bell sit out the entire season than to, to have the owners look at players as, as a business. But I totally understand like the, the theory behind it. I, I do back the players. I do think that they deserve better treatment and the NFLPA needs to work out some better arrangement. I just don't know what that is. But all I do know is if you sign a contract, you should play it out, especially if you're making millions and millions of dollars like Deshaun Watson is. You know, After this season, Deshaun Watson is going to be making $40 million a year for the next five years. Yeah, there, there's nothing he can complain about. Yeah, I, like I said, it's 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 different for everybody. But um, we have another quarterback to talk about in um, <laughs> our friend out in Seattle. Um, we always knew quarterbacks were divas. I guess we didn't know this much, but apparently, I don't know much about it. Um, but apparently, in the in the eyes of the Seahawks, like front office and their coaching, Russell Wilson has a lot more to do with the problems for the Seahawks than originally thought. Man, I don't even, I'm not going to lie. I don't really know where to start with this because this was such a shock to me when I read it. So obviously about a month ago, month and a half, somewhere in there, it became known that Russell Wilson was upset with the way the Seahawks were building around him because of how much he was getting hit in the, in the backfield. Then things kind of died down after the trade rumors kind of started dying out. Oh God. Sorry. Um, so it, everything kind of started dying down, but there were still rumblings like, Oh, he could go here. He could do that. But then today there was a release from Russell Wilson's agent saying that, you know, we're not requesting a trade formally, but we Russ has four teams that he wants to yeah, go to. Yeah, if he gets yeah, traded. Yeah. And now um, the Seahawks are pissed because they were mad at Russell Wilson for making his frustrations known on a podcast. I think it was, or a newscast. They're pissed that his agent is now saying, Oh, we're not requesting it formally, but this is where we'd want to go. If we were traded, they are pissed at him. Um, what do you do? I mean, I guess if I'm the rest of the NFL, I'm like, Hey, there's another option out there besides Deshaun Watson. I, 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 the more and more this offseason goes on, the more and more I feel like NFL players are trying to become, and they should want more of like more value, like the NBA players get. But they're turning into more of like how the NBA players act regarding all that kind of stuff. So I, I, I don't know what to do with Russell Wilson. I, I can't see him getting traded. Um, I can't see him. Russell Wilson also is a guy I can't see would just sit out a season either. Um, yeah, uh, it's always it, been the I mean, unspoken rule that uh, quarterbacks don't do that. So it's going to be interesting to see if either one of these guys does it. And I mean, and I mean, if I'm the Seahawks, I look at it this way. 
this you got to play this coming season, and then at the end of the season, you make your choice. You want Pete Carroll and you want Russell Wilson, and you just move on with that. Uh, because Agreed. there's no point. There's no point in talking about it right now because Russell Wilson's not going to sit out the season. He's not sitting uh, out, and honestly, he's not going to get traded. Let's be real. I don't think so either. I just don't. I mean, but like I said, if I'm the Dolphins or the any other team like that, I'm like, there's. I'll I'll throw it in. Why not? Oh, where did Justin go now? Oh boy, here here we are again. Um, yeah, I, I just don't see really any way that Russell Wilson gets traded here. You know, I just, I don't. Okay. Yeah. I, sorry. I, I lost it again. I almost threw my okay. laptop out of the window, but we're good. Um, I started like, um, Oh no, where did Justin go? Um, but yeah, <laughs> so we will, um, now we're going to get into, we probably won't get to any segments today because we're now just getting into the, uh, meat of what we were trying to talk about. Um, but we can. We'll figure it out. So uh, basically over the next couple of weeks, we're going to kind of look at each um, division in the NFL, each of the eight ones and kind of break them down um, by the teams and what their um, needs are and uh, some fits or like I did, I have one specific fit for each team that I think would be good. I'm sure you have something, I'm sure you have something different, but um, yeah, so we're just going to go into the AFC East first. Maybe we'll do the AFC South next, or maybe the NFC East. Yeah, we'll do we'll do the AFC East and the NFC East, and then that yep. things like that. So um, obviously, this is your your territory. Um, I'm surprised uh, last night when Ryan was asking in the meeting, you didn't raise your hand and say, "I'll I'll do the Big East football players." Uh, I don't think there's. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't where know. Were where, where were you on that one? I don't know if Big East football is is legit like that because I know no, Butler's you, you, in FCS. You have to do like I'm the, doing the. It's the Ameri- It's the American. Yeah, I'm doing the American. Basically. So, basically, Cincinnati, Houston, and uh, whatever other team has had a good season this year. <laughs> but yeah, Coastal I'm doing Carolina. the American. Yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah. So we'll start uh, in the East, and like I said, this is your territory. So uh, just go over what you think uh, the needs are for the for AFC East teams. Uh, let's let's go one at a time. So we'll pick a team that we could start with, and we'll go from there. All right. We'll do Jets last. So Perfect. Dolphins. Dolphins. All right. So for the Dolphins, I actually really like the direction that they're going in. Um, I, I feel like the young talent that they've drafted and the way that they've kind of gone about it has been really good. Um, if I had to pick two, I have three different, so I have three soft spots where they're not terrible, but they could use a guy. Um, uh, the first one being linebacker, their linebacking core is definitely the weak spot on their defense as their secondary is pretty good. And their defensive line has been getting really good pressure as we saw. Um, Cause Miami was a top, did they finish top five in defense? Do you know? They were up there, I think. Justin? Oh, baby. <laughs> He's going to throw his laptop right out the window. All right, we're back. We're back. I, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, boy. Here it comes. No, I, I, it comes. I, was, I, was there the, I was there the whole time. It was just wasn't connecting. All right. Okay. Um, Lineback. I, I I think the Dolphins finished like top five, top seven for defense this year, right? They, they had a really good defense, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were. I think they were top five. Uh, because I think they were top five. Uh, as well. What's his name? Uh, what's their what's their coach's name? It's not Mel Tucker. It's uh. No, no, no. Brian. Brian 
Blind Flores, yeah, yep, yep, yeah, yeah. He because um, he came he came over from the Patriots, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go on. Um, so their linebackers, I felt, are their weakest link on defense, uh, just because their secondary is pretty good. The defensive line got a lot of pressure, um, so if they needed another guy like that, uh, I have that as their biggest need. Then, uh, as a second safety or a, a safety, uh, not obviously to pl- play at. Minka Fitzpatrick's caliber because no one can really do that because he's the one of the best safeties in the league. Um, but Christian they, Wilkins, Christian Wilkins, I love Christian Wilkins. That was that was the guy I was thinking of instead of Clellan. Do with the split. Okay, go on. Yes, <laughs> yeah, go on. I got it. I love him. Okay, go. <laughs> I just had to say Christian his name because I had it. I was, looking <laughs> anyway. at the Dolphins, I was looking at the Dolphins Jeff Charter. I saw his name. Okay, go ahead. Um, this the, I felt the safety position was a little bit soft. Um, even though they're solid players, they'll, they're obviously they played. Okay. Um, if you could land like a, a big name safety, like I'll get to that. Um, and then obviously a line to protect two as much as possible because you're going to roll with him. Or if you're going to roll with Deshaun Watson, you still need a lineman. So those are my big three for them. Um, and then as far as my perfect free agent pickup, uh, I have two guys on here. One of them is Marcus Williams from the Chiefs, the safety. Yeah, I know he's. Um, I think he would be exactly the type of guy that would help elevate that secondary. Um, and then the other one that I said was Bud Dupree, getting him as a as additional edge rusher there. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, no, I I actually agree with you a lot about the Dolphins. I think they built the right way. And I'm looking at the Dolphins' depth chart right now. What – what it seems like uh, Flores did basically with a lot of these guys, uh, well, except a lot of the defensive guys, I mean, they're basically like restarting their career again all over. Like, like Kyle Van Noy is 31. Mm-hmm. Um, Manuel Agba played for the Browns was terrible, but now is pretty damn good. Zavian, I mean, their safeties aren't great, but I mean, they're two corners are two of the best in the league, like yep, two top Byron six. Zavian, yep. Two top, uh, two top six, two top seven corners in the league. Probably the best tandem in the league, I would say. Agreed. Um, but uh, yeah, for them, I have, uh, I like to when I say the needs for a team, I like to say all of them. Like I cover all my yep. bases and everything. Um, I always say the offensive line. Offensive line is a uh, big, big uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, need for that. Not a need, but um, I mean, I'm looking at the depth chart right now, and uh, Robert Hunt, Jesse Davis, Ted Karras, Eric Iraq Flowers. Okay, Austin Jackson is young, um, but he could be something. But that's not like going to get him. it done. I he's not bad, but uh, he was one of the later. I think he just was he late 19. first round, second. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so he can turn into something good, but um. And then I had – I'm trying to find where I was. And then I had them uh, linebacker as well. Um, I have quarterback in here just because I think they there's a chance they don't come out with Tua, but then again they'll come out with one of the quarterbacks, so that's really null. Um, and then uh, Gesicki's a tight end, but it would be helpful for them to have uh, like a speedy kind of more of a slot, either receiver or like a more of a mm-hmm. all-purpose running back kind of guy. And um, – like I said, I think the the and you kind of said too. I think the Dolphins are trying to build their defense, which is almost odd in this day and age because offense is so um, crucial, important, crucial. But I, I actually like what they're doing, and mm-hmm. I know this is a big if. Um, but the, I think one of the perfect fits for them, uh, like I said, you know the money part of it. I don't know how much money they have spent. I know they have a decent amount, correct? 
Uh, so let me just pull it up real quick. I think they have a decent amount. They are currently 10th. They have 28 mil before the uh, luxury tax, I believe. Um, so, yeah, I think if they were um, able to sign Shaq Barrett to 14, 15, 16 mil a year, I think that would be a awesome for their edge rushing. And um, obviously uh, it's still a young name that can – bolster your linebacking yeah. core and then um some some other guys obviously i think they need to fix the linebackers the most um so um anybody in like that um so yeah that's pretty much it and then uh yeah it's jack bear so but obviously guys like von miller too would be huge but those are going to be and then guys like you said bud dupree i mean he's going to come in at probably at, at least half the price of some of the big names so um, and so hey, we'll JJ Watt, I, maybe, bro. I mean, who knows? <laughs> I did that would that if the Dolphins signed him, I wouldn't be shocked, but that would be the exact opposite of how they built their team to almost make the playoffs this year. So that would be kind of going against what's been going good for the Dolphins for the first time in 25 years. So, yeah, but um, anything is possible. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, like I said, so some of those other uh, guys would be good. Obviously, I think a receiver down there would be huge. I think a great offseason for them um, would be if you add Shaq Barrett, um, you get Panay Sewell to protect uh, Tag Viola, and you sign either um, Godwin or Allen Robinson, one of those guys. And, I mean, that way you have a three-pronged attack. Um, Because I don't think their defense needs a ton of work, but I think their defense does need work. And if they built – they've – done this by building their defense so why not keep building their defense in my opinion because the Agreed. offense either the offense is either going to come this year with uh Tua or it's not and then you need to get another quarterback so they're in the they're only, in a good spot this year i think the only thing about uh no uh, uh never mind point point right. redacted <laughs> <laughs> whatever all right um so we'll go to the patriots i'll go first on this one Beautiful. um because i'm so happy about it uh the patriots are literally <laughs> The Patriots literally need help everywhere. Um, they obviously need a quarterback because it's I cannot imagine Cam Newton going back there. Um, they need another defensive back to either pair with um, not Richard Sherman, uh, Stephon Gilmore for his last couple of years or to eventually replace him. Um, and it's hard to say if they need linebackers or not, because basically their whole linebacking core opted out this season. Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit up in the air, um, but they still need defensive line help. And like I said, secondary, they really need help all help all over. And they're in a position, I think 19th or 18th or no, it's 15th in the draft where they're probably going to be in a position where they can just grab the best player available. If Kyle Pitts is there for him, I really hope they grab him, even though I hate the Patriots. And then um, I think a, a, Someone that the Patriots could sign pretty easily. Uh, the dude's been in the AFC, I think, his entire career. That could carry them over through next year, at least to a decent year next year, into like maybe draft a quarterback late in the first or in the second round, or then maybe um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, he knows the AFC East like the back of his hand. Complete Ryan the cycle, Fitzpatrick, baby. And it just one year in uh, New England, then he retires. They finish nine and seven. They draft, um, I don't know, um, uh, Trask out of Florida in the second round, and you just let him do that. Um, that but yeah, suck. I think it would. I think it would. I think it would be good for. 
I think it would be good to sign uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I said last year I wanted the Browns to sign Ryan Fitzpatrick. I would love if the Browns signed Ryan Fitzpatrick this year. He's the best backup in the league. Uh, I think we talked about it because, I mean, yeah. what you want from your backup quarterback is, let's be honest, if your quarterback, starting quarterback goes down and he's out for eight or ten weeks, you're screwed anyways. What you yeah. really want is when your quarterback, like, hey, Baker Bakefield, Mayfield did hurt his ribs, he needs to miss one or two games. You need your backup that can win at least one of those games and keep you in the other one. And Ryan Fitzpatrick is perfect for that. So yeah, I, I 100% agree. Like I, Ryan Fitzpatrick is good for maximum six games a year, and he will look lights out for those six games. And it's oh, and they're awesome. They're awesome. He looks so good. I'm like, oh my god, this guy's from Harvard. He looks like he's 27 out there. Perfect but score on the Wonder Lake. No, that wasn't him. That was uh. No, it was. No, it was McElroy uh, from Alabama got a perfect – oh, maybe he got a perfect score too, but McElroy got a perfect score. Yeah, he did. And The only, uh, the only, thing, I re- the only thing I remember about the, the – what's that test called? Wonderlick. Uh, I'm pretty sure um, it was either Josh Gordon or Braylon Edwards or one of the other Browns picks, but they literally or, – or maybe it was Terrell Pryor when he was coming out. They literally got like a four, and you get like three points for putting your name on it. It's like a joke. It's like the old SAT joke. Like you get points for putting your name. On. There are five players so, in NFL um, history who have gotten perfect scores. Some punter named Pat McInley. Oh, not a perfect. He's the only person to get a perfect score. Mike Mamula got a forty-nine out of fifty. Ryan Fitzpatrick got a forty-eight out of fifty. Greg McElroy got a forty-eight out of fifty. And Ben Watson. Remember Ben Watson? Yeah, he got a forty-eight out of fifty. Yeah, he went to uh, the, but he went to a, uh, he went to an Ivy League school too, didn't he? Uh, uh, look did at he? these low, look at these lowest running or uh, Wonderlic scores. Vince oh. Young got six. Frank Gore <laughs> got six. I guess I'm trying to find Morris Claiborne. I think he's still in the league. Um, he? he he got a four. Um, but yeah, geez, that's bad. Wait, wait, I think. Okay, so these are job titles and your average Wonderlick score if you want this job title. All right. Yeah. So a systems analyst, you need a 32. A chemist, you need 31. Electrical engineer, you need a 30. Engineer, not electrical engineer. You just need a 29. Programmer, 29. Accountant, 28. Executive, 28. Reporter. Oh, no. Oh, Justin, don't go. Oh. No. Are you still here? Oh, man. (sighs) Hello? (laughs) Is your computer still in your room? That is that's my main question and concern. Oh man. Okay. Enough about the Wonderlick. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into what I feel about New England here. Uh yeah, there he goes. Um <laughs> uh so Justin kind of touched on the point that I was trying to make when I was coming up with my big three needs for them. Uh for the Patriots, that is. Um I didn't want to put any defensive needs 
yet because of how many people opted out of the season. So I think out of their 11 starters on defense, like six or five, uh, five or six defensive players opted out that, that were starting. So I didn't put any defensive players on here. So the big three needs that I hear have here for the Patriots include a quarterback, number one, because like we talked about, Cam Newton is not going to be returning. Um, and I mean, Jared Stidham is just not – he's not the move. Um, so quarterback's their biggest need for me. Offensive line, they, they always need offensive linemen to kind of replenish so that they don't have to pay the big bucks to keep their offensive line. Uh, and then wide receivers and and tight ends, just honestly those skill positions because they they don't have anything, and they showed that this year with Cam. Uh, Tom Brady made everyone look good because he's the best quarterback of all time. Um, so they they definitely do need some receivers. So my perfect pick or my my perfect pickup for them contains again two players: uh, Dak Prescott or Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. Uh, that's barring a Jimmy Garoppolo trade. So somehow Dak gets away from, from Dallas. Obviously he's, he's the number one guy. Uh, but I think a Brissett reunion would actually be very good for both teams, uh, both parties, excuse me. Um, and then the other kind of thought that I had for a perfect pickup was AJ green from the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, he could be a really solid number one, even though he's, I, I want to say he's 30, Two. Where is AJ Green here? I'm trying to find AJ Green to just get his age here, and I don't even see where he's at. AJ Green's 33, so he's he's on the older side of his career. That's true, but he he still, in my eyes, has some left in the tank. So if you bring him in to play alongside Julian Edelman and Jacoby Myers, um, it's a lot more appealing having that kind of guy like that there. So uh, that that's kind of where I'm going at with New England if I'm the GM, which, yikes, that would be a terrible spot to be in right now. Um, so then I think the last team before we got to the Jets we were going to talk about is Buffalo. Um, Buffalo... Hang on here. We got Justin. Okay. Um, my big three needs for Buffalo. But we, we kind of touched on Buffalo when we were talking about J.J. Watt. Um, I feel they really need an edge rusher of some type, but uh, they it's not their biggest need just because of the big names that they have and the fact that they drafted A.J. Epineza. Um, so... I didn't put that on here, but if they were to go after someone like that, I would totally understand. Um, so their biggest need on my list is a tight end because you look at the guys that they have built around Josh Allen. Um, they 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 have Stephon Diggs who led the league in yardage and I think catches too. Um, excuse me one second. Ugh, my throat's getting pretty dry. Um God, what was I going with? Oh, crap. Oh. Okay. Um, the tight end, they, they have three guys that they were trying to play do it, play through it. 
Um, and it just wasn't working that well. So I, I think a, a really solid tight end could really open up that offense even more than it's already opened up. So um, having, having a tight end there would not be terrible. Um, the next need that I had for them was cornerback. Not really because their defense was horrible. I like. Uh, I think I may have mentioned out of the playoffs last year. Before you go and look back at how dominant the Bucks were, um, the the Bills were one of the more complete teams. I felt in in the playoffs and in the league last year, really solid on both sides. So it's not a knock on their defense whatsoever. But the, you look at the depth chart for the Buffalo Bills. And their cornerbacks are Tredavis White, who I hate to say it, in my opinion, he's a little overrated for how good he is. But I'm not going to knock it. I'm not going to say anything bad about him other than that. But he, he's a true one. I'm not saying he's not, but he's a true one corner. Uh, just not nearly as locked down as everyone thinks. Um, but then after that, it goes Josh Norman, who we all saw the stiff arm with Derrick Henry. I mean – He's old. He's been a journeyman. It's he's tired. He's got to go. I think uh, he could still be in your rotation, but he can't be the guy. Um. So I'm gonna. I, I they need a guy there. Taron Johnson had really great plays in the playoffs. I love what he's doing. He's not nearly ready though to take over uh, a an every down corner situation. So he should really stay at the nickel. Uh, and then after that, they have Siren Neal, I think his name is. I don't even know. I'm not going to lie. And Levi Wallace. So corner is definitely a big need for them there. And then to close out Buffalo, they either need a wide receiver two or a slot. You got to decide what Cole Beasley is going to be or what John Brown is going to be. And you have Gabriel Davis who could – be very good. We just don't know what he's going to be yet. So um, for my perfect grab for them uh, to fill the tight end position, Hunter Henry would just absolutely dominate in the Buffalo system as well as Corey Davis from the Tennessee Titans. He would be very, very interesting to insert into that offense because I think he's like Stefan Diggs light where he's not nearly as talented, but he is of the same play style and, and everything. And I know that's not the typical wide receiver group that you would normally start to see in the NFL, where if you look at someone like the Seahawks, where I think they have a traditional wide receiver core, um, they have DK Metcalf, who's their big physical receiver and their deep threat and Tyler Lockett, who is going to kind of be your everything back or not, excuse me, not back receiver where he can run the short routes and get all the short throws from Watts, uh, Wilson and still be able to kind of do crossing routes and, and everything like that. So pairing Davis and, and Diggs is not nearly traditional, but I do think that it's going to be – it would be very interesting to see how they would play together, especially with Josh Allen's cannon of an arm. Uh, then finally to close out the AFC East, I don't know if Justin's going to be getting back, so I'm going to – rush through these with my jets uh wide receiver in my opinion biggest need i'm just going to close this out i'm sorry 
Uh, I cannot do this by myself. It makes me very uncomfortable. But um, we are, will be trying again some point over the weekend. Um, I have a very busy schedule the rest of the week. So if we don't get it over the weekend, uh, we'll probably do a Sunday special before we return back on Monday. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening for those who are here. And uh, I hope that we can see you guys again next time we're on the show. Thank you. I'm back.